Hello, everyone. This is Kia from These Walls Can Talk. Just wanted to let you all know that the end of this episode, we have included some bonus footage from our pre-sessions that Tiffany and I always record before we actually record the episode. So if you would please stay tuned at the very end, we have a special treat for you, just some behind the scenes candid footage from when Tiffany and I plan what we're going to talk about for you all. Thanks again for listening to us. This is our first episode of 2023, and we do hope that you continue on this journey with Tiffany and myself. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy listening. Okay. See, are you ready? And in five. Four, three. Welcome to the first episode of 2023 because we don't know what episode in the series we're in right now. Not so, a clue. No idea which so one it yeah. is. We this went on a holiday a, break this there. This is not a new season. It's just the first episode of the new year. Yeah, of we 2023. Were, yeah, we, we were on holiday break. We we yeah, a lot a lot happened. A lot happened. A lot happened. A lot occurred over the break. So mm-hmm. yeah, we just needed a break to regroup and reset. And now we are back with you. We're guys back on track. With what's these walls can talk. You think so. people missed us? Do you the people ask? Yes, people missed us. I didn't people hear missed your us a lot. <laughs> Sorry. So y'all she just sneezed, but you didn't hear it. I saw yes. it, but you did because not hear it. I muted my mic because I'm responsible. <laughs> so yeah. Hopefully I won't have to take a COVID test. So. Oh, no. Do you think you have COVID? Hi, Harley. No, not for you. <laughs> Are you, like, waiting? I'm trying to... <sighs> okay. I think this sneeze attack is over, but I'm just like, who? I need to. Take yeah, where's you? Wow. Ridiculous. It's like, sneezes like, hit different these days, ma'am. <laughs> it's all right. Like, who? Jesus. I, I, I have tore, good editing skills. We can take care I of that. I tore my ACL just sneezing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I was sneezing. I, was sneezing. <laughs> I broke bones and I was sneezing. I just. Jesus. Christ. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like your sciatic nerve will, will start giving you problems if you sneeze the wrong way right it's ridiculous <laughs> seriously oh okay. goodness well so yeah so um we are back um and i asked if you thought that if people missed us and you said yes i think people missed us i've been like when are we gonna get an episode and i'm just like i don't fucking know right now because <laughs> it's a little crazy know? so yeah life life gets crazy um but yeah, so that's good. Um, I know there are a few people that have shown interest in wanting to be guests on our mm-hmm. pod. Um, so I have a friend of mine um, that's from St. Louis, but's currently um, residing in Seattle that has um, his own podcast called uh, Being Black and Gay in America. So Ooh. shout out to my that's friend, a good collab. Jay Harding. Yeah, um, he's amazing. I met him um, in St. Louis when I was wild and making bad decisions. So that's mm-hmm. how, so that's how we know each other. 
um, and we stayed in contact um, throughout the throughout the years. And um, I support his podcast. He has a Patreon as well. So, um, so an opportunity to collab with another podcaster will uh, be happening um, sometime this year. We don't know when. We have to get that in the books. Um, also have some other friends that showed interest and want to talk about some really serious life experiences um, that they had. Um, that is <laughs> Tiffany's sneeze attack, people. <laughs> she's trying to she's trying to clear the nasal the nasal ways. Did I not mute my mic? I'm sorry, my bad. No, she 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 was irresponsible that time and did not mute her mic, but that's okay. It happens. It happens. Hey. This is as real as it gets because in real life, what happens? People motherfucking sneeze and have to blow their motherfucking nose. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I was having a pretty severe sneeze attack a few days ago and I was like, I need, yeah, I went to Walgreens and I got some more acid reflux medicine because acid reflux hit different when you're old. And I had to get some allergy medication. Look, yeah, my acid reflux some. wakes me up. Like, I have to uh, sit up. If I don't have any meds for that, I can't go to sleep. I have to sit up straight. And it is so uncomfortable and so unbearable. That yeah, it hit a different. Like, I'll just be like, oh, I'll wake up and I'll just be like, oh, I need some Tums. But you can't take too many Tums because then... I need the I need the the delayed release pills that you got to take for fourteen days. I can't. Mm-mm. That's the Zantac or the Pepsid mm-hmm. or Omeprazole. Yeah, Omeprazole. That stuff is amazing. Like if I don't have it, oh, it's over. And then I had a oh. friend of mine that said if you don't take care of it, it could lead to gout. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cute. Mm-mm. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not doing it. I'm not, yeah. no. Mom had I, gout when when she came back from a cruise once, and she had Herman the Munster feet. And I was just like, "Mom, we're going to the emergency room." She's like, "I don't want to go. We're going." So, oh goodness, yeah. Well, I can't get into my primary care doctor until February sixth. So, hey, that is good for most people. Well, it was supposed to be like January twenty sixth, and then they were like, "Oh, you on the system? It was wrong, so we have to reschedule you." And I was like. But, but anyway, I mean, to, like the, I mean, the appointment was January twenty sixth to, to be in. Like, when the next couple weeks after that is is good. Yes, because some I need places my meds. it's like, oh, your appointment was supposed to be January. We're not going to be able to schedule till May. A whole season? Like That's, you? No, winter. Okay. Winter. We going it's through almost damn summer. Yeah, like I gotta go. I gotta wait till spring. Like what? Like I've literally I had a dentist appointment that was scheduled for May. But I didn't have my dental insurance, so I had to reschedule it. Do you know they rescheduled me for December from May? They couldn't get me in any time between June and December. Not not a slot open. Not a single slot open. And then they had the audacity to cancel my appointment when I showed up for it. And they were just like, well, you, we didn't get a response from me. I was like, I left a voicemail message that my insurance had changed. So because they didn't get that voicemail message, they canceled my appointment. And she's like, well, we won't be able to see you 
until the new year. I said, the so hell who y'all won't. checking the voicemail? Like, what's the point of being in a doctor's exactly. office and you have a voicemail system and you're not checking it? Exactly. So Ooh, I you know that there. incompetence be pissing me off. Ooh. And so I got in that Tuesday, that Tuesday for an appointment. And then I was also seeing that Thursday for the other part of my appointment. So I was seeing twice in one week as opposed to twice within two weeks, which was fine by me. I got my deep cleaning done and I'm set to see them again in April. But it's like, don't. And it's like, I was, and I told her, I was like, I'm not upset with you. I am upset with the situation. I don't know who is responsible for it, but it's like, I did what I was supposed to do. So yeah, yeah I'm not going to call them out. Cause I'm still diligence, the like, distance. you know, I did what I was supposed to do and he didn't mute again, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it's all right. I was like, fuck it this time. I don't care. People, <laughs> you may, you may be hearing Tiffany, um, relieve her nose congestion throughout Man. the episode. So, you know, it's that time I just here. forgot. I was in the midst of, I was comfortable in that moment. I forgot what I was doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, but yeah, so it's, so yeah, be happy about that. But yeah, but how were the holidays for us? Holidays were had their ups and downs. We um, I are we going back to Thanksgiving or just Christmas? <laughs> uh, no, because we can do just Christmas because we have we didn't we do an episode over Thanksgiving? Girl, I don't know. I don't remember. Everything's such a blur. But Christmas was good. Um, y'all, my sister had a hell of a time getting home. But after two ca- two reschedules, two delays, a, a cancellation, and two airport evacuations, yes, I was able to land um, safely Christmas Eve. Someone who shall rename nameless uh, got me home, uh, but we aren't talking about that person on this episode. I'm letting that. Um, person that shall remain nameless uh i'm letting that situation marinate but i will say this anyone that sends me messages via text or anything same with tiffany if it's in our phone and it's directed towards us we reserve to write to use that for content oh yes because what happened to me that person will be put on blast like i'm not gonna ever say their name but people that know who i am will know who it is and i am going to make sure that that information is out there for the world to see because the audacity and caucasity is on clearance everywhere y'all that shit was on clearance on Black Friday. Everywhere. Um, so yeah. That's that. We'll come back to all of that at a later date. But yes, I did get home on Christmas Eve um, and was able to spend time with the family. Um, holidays are different now. I, I don't I don't Christmas hasn't felt like Christmas for me since COVID, to be quite honest. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people can agree with you on that one. Yeah, like, I 
caught COVID. I had COVID during that Christmas. Um, so I didn't, wasn't able to come home. Um, so that was kind of, that was unfortunate, but I'm very grateful and glad that I was able to get home this year, see the family, exchange the gifts that we were able to get for each other. I keep trying to say, why do we keep buying presents? <laughs> like, why can't, like, why can't we just wait till after Christmas and go shopping when everything's on sale? But do you want to talk about the other holiday situation or like what else happened or what um wednesday after christmas yeah three days after christmas yes so unfortunately we had to lay um our aunt to rest um over the holidays so i think um it was unfortunate but it was we got to see family from out of town that we hadn't seen in a while so that was a good time and family we hadn't seen in decades Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> decades. <laughs> but I will tell you, the jeans in our family—we look good. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I tell mm-hmm. you, our cousin Sonya, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so. But yeah, it was, it was, we, we laid her to rest beautifully. I made a post on our family page where I was just like, I love this family. <laughs> like we came together and sent her and had a home, had a beautiful homegoing service for her. Um, it's the, it was the, it's the sister that's next to my mom. Our, our mom is one of eight. So the oldest of eight. So it's the sister right after her. So, um, so yeah, yeah. so that happened, but it was, it was it was just a nice moment to have my sister there and with our mom. And so it was good. It was a good time. And all of that family time has encouraged what change coming up. Um, I have Mm. decided that I am moving back to St. Louis. Like I'm at a point in my life where like, I am like, I hope I don't get emotional. It's like getting emotional. (laughs) I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. Um, She was getting to that point where she needs to bring her back ass back home. And reset. <laughs> That's all it is, y'all. Is this an ASMR uh, eating show now? <laughs> Does it have to be? I, I don't know. I... <laughs> no, like I am like, I'm not happy. I'm not, I'm super lost. And it's just like, I need to like get grounded. And I think the only way that's going to happen is if I just move home, you know? Um, Mama always said you can come back home. Yeah, like I left home back in 2011, and you know it's and not to say that like St. Louis will be my final stop for the current point in time. I just need to go home and be with my family. So um, I have. We are bomb. We are bomb. Yeah, the family's pretty fucking awesome. (laughs) I do have to say, Um, and we we had I went over to a like guys like our family is huge. We like, have a very big family. Yeah, our, our grand yeah. our grandmother was one of twelve. Yeah, was one of twelve, and then, you know, some of some children, some some of her siblings had eight or nine kids. You know, you know, my our mom's one of eight, 
you know. Um, so there's a lot of us. And um, so we had, our cousin had a big New Year's Eve party. And we had a ball. I'm and... so jealous that I wasn't there. I was working, <laughs> dealing with um, well, the so terrible, the terrible, it wasn't terrible, but yeah, I would have much rather have been with y'all Bartending. in St. Louis than at work. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. And it's like, it's so funny. Like, our genes are so strong. Like, my, our cousin Monique looks like Kia. And so yeah, it's like, I was we like, are, yeah, definitely. We, we are twins. That's for sure. I was just like, we definitely need, we, we need like an, an updated, like side by side photo, yes. like a photo together. So, and, and then there's like these amazing, it's black love. Like it is like, it's like black love and mm-hmm. it's finest. Like this, like everybody is just like the couples are still together. Not everybody, but. Yeah. A majority of the couples are still together, mm-hmm. you know, and they styling like stylish, like they clean, like dr- shit, like don't get it twisted. Like you get it, you get us together for an occasion where we have to dress. Yes, we gonna dress. Okay, yes. we not like, just gonna put on clothes, folks. We don't, we don't really have that problem where like you got to worry about someone so wearing something like inappropriate or outrageous, like. No. Usually, it's it's always on point. It's yeah. it is always on point. But but yeah, like seeing that, that that dynamic and where I am right now in my life, where like I don't like I have like things I want to do, like as far as you know, focusing on this podcast and like building my brand with the apparel. And I do eventually want to like start with my event planning again. Those are things that I know I can do, but where I'm at right now. I don't have like the right motivation behind me, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. So, um, you know, nobody is the biggest supporter of me than my family. I mean, I have a great group of core friends in Panama city where I'm located now and I have mm-hmm. people begging me to move back to Nashville, you know, but right now the best decision for myself and my well being and my soul is to move back to St. Louis. Yeah. So you heard it here, people. Kia will be moving back to St. Louis, Missouri. There's no definite date, but uh, yeah. I just will- keep telling people, this is what I keep saying. I'm just like, if it leads, if it leads into the summer, she'll be back at the end of season, which is Labor Day. But if she gets a job opportunity that moves her back sooner, then it'll be sooner. But yeah. at the very latest Labor Day. Yeah. Which sounds like a really long time, but we're going to fucking blink and it's going to be like April. It's already then, 2023. Very true. Like, I'm still, I'm like, it, it's it's 2023, people. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to have flying cars. We're supposed I to be like we, the Jetsons. Was it supposed to be like the Jetsons? Yes, I thought it was going to be like the Jetsons. Just like high school is not like Saved by the Bell. You Just can't, like, like high school is not like Saved by the Bell. <laughs> It's nothing like there's, Saved by there's the, the title of the podcast. It's like 2023 is not like the Jetsons. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> oh my god. So. Yeah, but um, but no, like you had mentioned uh, before, you know, if I find a job is substantial enough to get me to to uh, allow me to move back home to St. Louis sooner than later, then I'll be all about it. 
I am planning on, if that does not happen, I've already, you know, I have my two jobs set here, bartending and the industry. Summer is great here as far as the money. Um, you know, it's it'll it'll go by quick because it always goes by quick. And, you know, if I am here through the season, Labor Day will be here before you know it. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's just now that I've made the decision to do it, I told Tiffany I feel a sense of calm. I have a lot less anxiety. So it makes me feel like I've made the right decision for not only myself, for my family too. So, mm-hmm. um, but with that is comes a job search. Good Lord. Okay. So <laughs> I have actually been looking for work out of the hospitality industry since May of last year. And it has been the most discouraging and disappointing experience I've had in a really long time. Um, Not as bad as dating because I have a much better chance of success with my job search than I do with dating. Um, The odds are in my favor with getting a job versus finding a man that's not crazy, narcissistic, or thinks he killed slavery. Again, Mm -hmm. that's a whole other situation. But um, I have come to feel a very huge sense of, I feel defeated and unseen. That's what I feel like in this job market right now. Um, Even with all the experience and the education, I mean, I went back to school, got my master's degree in management and leadership, and it doesn't make it any easier to find a job. Now, don't get me wrong. I am very happy that I made that decision to go back to school and get my master's degree. That's something that nobody can take away from me. Anybody that has a problem or knocks or tries to knock me down because I have my master's degree has a serious problem within themselves. Because I've had people, I've had people like, why did you do that? Why? Very far and few in between have done that. But I've had people that are like, well, why would you, why would you go back to school? Why, why, why don't you go back to school? Why don't like, you go back to school? But I mean, a majority of people have, you know, said that it, you know, it's 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 awesome thing to do, especially after graduating. I think I went back to school fifteen years after my bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I don't think I went back to school with the intention on it helping me get a job. I did it for myself. First and foremost, it wasn't me trying to get a better position because at the time when I went back for my master's, I really didn't have any intention on getting back into the job market. I was focusing on building my event planning company in Nashville. Um, I started an apparel brand. Um, Those are the things I was focused on. And I was planning on staying in the hospitality industry um, until my businesses grew enough to where that was what I was doing full time. And that was my main source of income. Um, but then, you know, things, situations and circumstances. And then, you know, I started looking for work outside of hospitality, um, using job boards, LinkedIn, Indeed. They're just so oversaturated with, so you feel like a tadpole in the 
fucking Atlantic Ocean. It's like you can't. You just don't. You just don't feel like you have a fair chance. And then mm-hmm. you get these offers that end up being scams. For the most part, it was through people that I knew. Uh, it was very rare that I would get a bartending job online. I mean, I have, but I don't know. I just feel like it's just it's just not as easy as it was, you know, ten years ago. Ten years ago. I was getting, you know, contacted Mm -hmm. from, you know, my resume being online and like companies are coming to me. And now it's like, I can't even get, all I get is just all these, you know, we moved on to other candidates or, you know, although your qualifications are great, we, you know, have decided not to move forward with you as a candidate for this position or, you know, that's mm. I I get I get so many of those every day from being on those job boards to the point where it's like, yo, know, I want to stop looking, but I can't mm. stop looking. I have to keep looking. I have to keep going. So, yeah. um, eventually something will happen. You know, it's I mean, there's a reason why I did feel like a sense of calm and you know a sense of like everything's gonna be okay when I decided to come home. Mm-hmm. Um. And something will happen because it's supposed to happen and it's going to happen. But, yeah, you know, but yeah, if anybody out here, any of our listeners, if you are, have had any luck with job search and have any tips or anything, please let us know because, mm-hmm. well, Tiffany got a good job. Tiffany good. She, Tiffany great. Tiffany got several jobs. I have several jobs too, but as far as being an, you know, an active job seeker currently, um, I will take any advice out there. I mean, I've, I've had friends that are offering to help me and, you know, which is great. And I totally appreciate that, but it is, the struggle is real mm-hmm. and yeah. So, but that's that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have, you know, my other ventures I'm doing like with entrepreneurship and all that, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, who, who are really good little business people. <laughs> little business, little biggest business, you know, savvy. Business savvy are these uh these Girl Scouts. I tell you, because it's like it's the <laughs> same thing every year. I'm going to be real good and I'm going to be good on my diet and all this jazz. And then here they come. You want some cookies? First it's week like, of January. Mm-hmm. It's coming, it seems like it's earlier and earlier. I feel like, you know, you at least got Till March, no, these heifers like no. <laughs> you just got them heifers. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh so my I, goodness! And then it's like I have my, my set group that I get them from, but it's like every other every other post is like, guess who's selling Girl Scout cookies? Guess I'm like, oh Jesus! I've only gotten one. I that's ridiculous. Like it's like all my my like band friends and you know friends of friends. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and I'm just like. I got my I got my five. Like I've got I'm not gonna say who's in my five because just in case they listen, but it's like I got five. That's the five that I'm ordering from. One, two, three, four, five. I don't need no more cookies. Five. Past <laughs> past that. Give me my thin mints. Give me my 
my s'mores, give me my yeah, caramel delights. Yeah, you can't delights. buy from all the Girl Scouts. That's too many damn cookies. And then you'd be sitting, and then like they have them, they said they have the, the, the things all set up outside the grocery stores and stuff. And you just be like, you want some cookies? Ma'am, I am waiting on my order of 250 boxes already. I don't. <laughs> How many boxes? <laughs> 250. Cause it's like, you just. <laughs> It's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, Ooh, Jamie is trying to get 250 boxes. Auntie Tiffany will buy them all. Just let me, just get, where, where do I write the check? Just, it's gonna be so cute. Got their little videos on their social media just done blew it up. It used to be, you know, they just brought the little thing to work and you just fill it out and then they the, just bring the it all when pamphlet, it comes. The, the little pamphlet, pamphlet to work. Now it's just, you know, social Everybody using different color ink and shit on the pamphlet and some people's penmanship is all messed up. <laughs> and then what if you check the wrong what if you check the wrong box and you get a box of cookies that you didn't mean to order? <laughs> you didn't mean to order. But you done pay for it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. What's that new oh, flavor you said? The the brownie inspired one? And all I heard was that and I was like, Yes, that's what yes, I want. That those. is it. It's I don't I think it's like a caramel delight or something. And it has like a hint of sea salt. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Miss ma'am. Mm. Yes. So just a little sweet and a little salty. Mm. Like, yes, indeed. These girls. I did Girl Scouts for one year, and the you did? all of the Girl Scouts at Girl Scout Camp called me fat. So I oh yeah, I quit. Maybe that's why I blocked that out because it pissed me off that that happened right. to you. <laughs> I was like, I wonder um, where those mean heifers are at now. Girl, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Just don't bully. Just don't bully. Just don't be a bully. Don't be a mean girl. It's it's not worth it. Like we're all going through this. It's like I think the adventure fools is what they're called. But it's like I feel like the we're cookies? all going through the same. Yeah, I feel like we're okay. all going through the same struggles as as little girls. Like. We're all going through the same shit. Just, mm-hmm. just stop being mean. They'd be mean as Ugh. hell for no, for reason. no reason. Just no. We're reason. probably because their mama mean to them at home. That's what it is. Them, them mean girls are mean because they mama mean to them too. I guess so. I know you watch. Don't you watch Gossip Girl? The new Gossip Girl on HBO uh, Max. Okay, uh-huh. never mind. Okay, then we're not going to talk. But about it's it. like, but being in the field that I'm in, it's like I've seen it a lot. And you're just like, who raised you? So. I, you know what? And it's messed up when you meet the person that raised somebody and then you confused and you like, how did that happen to you? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you are a loony bin. A whole entire loony. See, I'm going on these tangents. Mm-mm. Save it for another episode, Kia. We're not quite ready to go there with it. We're not quite ready to go there with it. Um, so, But it leads us nicely into our favorite segment. Balls to the walls. You know, I need to figure out a way to incorporate uh, Get Low from... Uh, do we have to pay for it? I don't know. Yeah. Do we have to pay for it? I don't know. I need to figure out how to incorporate music into the podcast like they do on some of our favorite ones, like The Friend Zone mm. and See The Thing Is. Like, they have, like, music segments and they play mm-hmm. music, but I don't know how they get the licensure or is there like music that like a list of music that you can actually play because I tried to incorporate music from the editing platform that I use 
but mm-hmm. it wouldn't post on all of the platforms that our podcast is available on. Like, I think it was only available on Spotify, but it wasn't available on Apple, uh, Google, uh, or, you know, all the other, because we're on several different platforms. So that's definitely something I need to research because when it comes to music, that, uh, (laughs) when it comes to music, it, there's a lot of memories and a lot of things that are attached to our relationship and music. Mm-hmm. Like when we went to, when we, when we had our Lane Bride experience together yes. over the holidays with our, yes. our other sister, Lisa. Yeah, and they had like the nineties R and B. That was somebody's playlist. They just like you said, they didn't get that from corporate. No corporate no. did not send them that music to play <laughs> in the store. That was somebody's uh, playlist that they had on their Apple music because that like it was hit after hit and then it was when that uncle sam came on girl i was done i don't ever want to see what was that part <laughs> the the, the second one? verse where he goes i know i do <laughs> i don't even remember i got this it's the second verse and you sang it and i was just cracking up <laughs> girl i don't know you know i'll be in the moment and I'll be in the moment. I was in the moment. Yeah, that was great. They were playing all the hits. I was like, all they need is like a bar and and a little couch to be a little lounge, a little happy hour up in Lane Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> you can. That's great. You know how people go shopping and they offer like like cocktails. Uh-huh. They need to do that at that Lane Bryant and have a little section and have a little cocktail bar set up. When I have a sale, but we should do, maybe we should look at we should look up. I just looked it up. I was like, whatever happened to Uncle Sam? Somebody didn't want to see him again. So, oh no! But that was that was that was the the hit. That was I don't ever want to see you again. I don't. I don't. When I stuck by you till the end, he's just yes. like all the all the side thing, all the it's like couldn't be anybody. Just, yes, that's <laughs> oh, that song. Oh yeah, that, that was, was great. Song. And what other one did they play? In there? Tony Braxton. They played the Tony Braxton song, and. Lisa lost it. <laughs> She's like, oh, here we go. Lazy singing. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so funny. But you know, that y'all, what was the Tony Braxton song? Y'all, you two broke it down to in the front seat of the car. Seven. Tony Braxton. Uh, how many ways? How many ways? Yeah. Yes. Y'all. So we have said before, there's there's Tiffany and I, we are, we are full biological sisters. We have another same mom and daddy. We have the same mom and daddy. And then we have our, our sister, our older sister, who we have the same sperm donor, who got very upset with me over the holiday, by the way, because I called him. Mm-hmm. By his government name. By his full name. Like, nigga, that's your name. What you want me to tell you? Yeah, like, I was like... <laughs> I could have called you something else, but I didn't. So, was it was like, a courtesy to call you by your name. You didn't raise me, sir. Like, no. You 
I'm 43 years old. You gonna try to discipline me? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like oh God, you're my lucky favorite. I'm speaking to you. My favorite will will always be our cousin. She's key out of you. 43. <laughs> <laughs> my my yet. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. I'm like, you were not gonna live that down. Cause that was just she is not gonna live that. It's down. so crazy because like we get older and it's like yes. us seeing like the little ones, like the little ones to us now. That the, it's yeah. like it's like how old am I really? Yes, just like she's like how kid, kid, in her kid, kid still in her thirties though. Kid is absolutely not. I am I'll be in 39 my, this year. I'm in I'm about to be in my mid forties. Yes. Just like them. Like you're not that much kids. Keep me and Kia are not that much younger than you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you think it's because mom was the oldest of eight and she was like like She was the last one to have kids. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Not I wouldn't say the last one to have kids, but it's like of all the girls, she was the last one to have kids. Yeah. So it's she like was. So it's like, you know. And you have to think the spacing between just family members in general, because it's like they're technically are like my yet's gen- like my where my yet is. We're in the generation with her mom. We're not in the generation the same generation as my yet. Wait, say that again. We're in the generation with my yet's. No, wait a second. Yeah, we're in the generation with my... No, are we in the same generation with Mayette? Because Mayette is Valerie's daughter. Valerie is Mabel's daughter. No, we are in the same generation with Mayette. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're in the same yeah. generation. It's like, it's weird, because it's like, because me and Nellie, we're not in the same generation. Right. We're, me and her mom, it's, yeah, it's weird. So it's just, it's... We it's are weird. in the same generation as Pauline, our cousin. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's like, it's, yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. It's all it's over crazy. the place. It's just, we just all cousins. We don't care. We don't give a crap about that first cousin once removed shit. We just, we just all cousins. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. But yeah, that little, that little stutter. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's crazy. Like, I was not expecting that to come, that 40 to come out of her mouth. Yep. So. Yeah, anyway. a lot of people don't expect that. Yes. So <clears throat> Jamie Pritzker starts his second term tomorrow. Nice. So what are we doing different in 2023 when it comes to dating, Miss Kia? I ain't doing it. That's not different for you though. <laughs> I tried it. It was an epic fail both times. And I'm not doing it no more. I'm going, I'm going back on strike. I'm going on vagina strike. I'm celibate. I'm not doing it anymore. I no, absolutely okay. not. That's that that that's what I'm doing. My how am I dating? How am I approaching dating differently in 2023? I'm not fucking doing it. No, I'm Megan Trainer. My name is no. My sign is no. My numbers no. Like, don't talk to me. Stay the fuck away from me. Leave me alone. I'm not interested. No, no. No. I just can I just get a shirt that says no. I mean you could. I can make a shirt that says no. 
You could. Because I have that shirt that says, boy, fuck you. I just think I need to make a shirt that says no for my apparel line. Just no. 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 I still have some optimism left. So I just. For yourself. Yeah. For myself. Yeah. But I mean, for everyone. You actively get in that cesspool of the dating Um, apps. Oh, God. I do. And I. But, and your reaction just now oh god yeah i know it's like yeah. and i try not and it's like i'm being very selective like it's no more it's just like if your intentions don't match mine i can't do it mm-hmm. if kind of your if 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 it's like if you're just looking for something casual there's nothing about my personality or my pussy that's going to make you want a long-term relationship it's just not i i am going to be upfront with what i want and what i am doing with my life um as opposed to kind of like holding on to it because it's like, A, I'm too old. Age appropriate men are too old. Yes. To, you know, to to play around with that. And it's just like I don't want I don't want to feel like I I'm I don't want to feel like the only good the only thing I'm good for is what's between my legs. And it's like that's what I have felt like a lot because that's all they want. It's just like mm-hmm. it's they want all the benefits, but none of the responsibilities. And so it's like, am I human and enjoy sex? Of course. Like, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, n- like no sex whatsoever. Da, 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 da. But at the same time, I understand the responsibility. Are you saying that comes- that's how I'm like? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I was like, but no. I mean, I'm no. not saying I won't ever do it again, but. No, I mean, I'm, exactly. I'm and it's just like, for the time I'm, being, saying- I'm on vagina strike. It's like, you have to earn it. And it's like, <laughs> and I feel like, can so that be many the name t- of the episode? I'm on. Is that too much? I mean, that's up to you. Like, you, I mean, I thought that I was like going to be like twenty and three ain't like the Jetsons and key and key is on vagina strike. <laughs> I mean, because you know we have creative control. Like nobody can tell us how to produce or exactly. how to produce our show or have a narrative. Like we control the narrative of this show. Exactly. People. So. But it's like, I'm just, I'm tired of kind of being in that kind of purgatory of it all. It is purgatory. Yeah, it is. It's like, we're, we're spending time together and we're doing things that couples do, but I don't want to be a couple with you. Okay. So it's wasting time. It's fucking wasting your time. But that's not what you told me in, in the beginning. And you knew this is what I wanted in the beginning. So what happens now but boy, well, I, st- I still want to do all of those things with you but i just don't want that responsibility boy okay. so just be- just being very much upfront with those things because there are going to be some life changes i haven't we're not going to discuss them right now but there are going to be some life changes coming up and it's like i know yay we're not talking about that yet either <laughs> So it's but, exciting um, though. Um, <laughs> so there's that. And it's like I just have to be open and honest about that. And for the right person, it, it won't scare them or it won't make them see me as less than I don't know. I'm just I'd I just wish that it didn't it I feel like it shouldn't be this hard. That's just, I feel like it just should not be this hard. You want to know why it's hard? Because they stopped making men like they used to with 
Like, th- like they don't make them like they used to anymore. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. And then you have all of these emotionally broken, wounded, crippled people out here in general. Mm-hmm. Like you, I'm I'm a firm believer that you people should not even attempt to be in a relationship if they're not currently in therapy or working on a way to improve themselves and deal with their, their issues, their demons. Cause you can't, you, there's no fucking way in hell that you can have a healthy, successful relationship. Mm-hmm. Not saying that like everything, what, it, what's that line in Maroon five? It's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's compromise. It moves us along. Yeah. That's not always rainbows and butterflies. Compromise moves us along. Yeah, yeah, that's my shit. I love Maroon Five. Um, but it's not always gonna be perfect. And that's the thing is that like people, we've just like I used I used the term happily ever after with someone that I'm talking to, and it's like. He's like, that's an unrealistic expectation. And I was just like, no, I don't think happily. I don't think my happily ever after is, is an unrealistic expectation because it's not going to be always happy, but to have someone love is not just the emotion. Love is not the butterflies in the stomach, blah, 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 blah. Love is a choice and love is work. You know what love I is? Want some, what? Love is when you stop and get your sister a cherry vanilla Coke. Yes. Love is when you stop and get your sister a Kit Kat because the other sister stole the Kit Kat that was in the freezer. <laughs> like, it's like love is a choice and love is work. I want someone who, who puts in the work and who chooses me every single day. Every single day, even when they don't like you. Even when they don't like you. And there's going to be mm-hmm. times that they don't like you and like things that you don't, don't don't like about them and it's like that's the hard part and it's like is it that we have too many choices is it that we really don't know what we want I don't know what it is but it's like it's so difficult to just find it's it's so it's it shouldn't be this hard and it's just like if you put all of your stuff out there and put all of like and it's like even if you put all of your stuff out there or you give it to them piece by piece. It's just like it's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And it's just like it's it's just hard. And I wish it, I just part of me just wishes it wasn't. So yeah, there's that. But yeah. you were talking about how people are very broken. Um, um yeah, with, and I noticed I did not just say men. I said people. Yeah, yeah people, but people are very broken, and which leads me to my mental health moment um, I love the mental health moment the mental <laughs> health moment I think is my favorite part of this so, I just like uh, it when you flex your intelligence on everyone like yes my sister's smart as fuck yes she is flex on them flex on them sis I try. <laughs> so that will lead me later into, into what we'll talk about our goals um, for this year So yes but um, let me find what I'm looking for and I will talk about mental health. So we were, so Kia was saying that people in general are broken. What specifically, the specific population that I want to talk about is black men. 
Um, whether or not you want to believe it, if you are a black man in America, you were traumatized, sir, because you're a black man in America. You, it just, it is. Say it um, one more time for everybody that's in the back and in the nosebleed section. Say it one more time. Whether or not you want to believe it, sir, you are a black man in America. You're traumatized. It's. It is what that it is. should be the name. It, it that, is. Ooh, that's a brutal name for a title of an episode. <laughs> Never mind. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I'm like, sorry. 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 So the APA, um, so that's the American Psychological Association. Psychological. We yeah. cite our sources, people. Yes, we do cite our sources. Um, they did a continuing education course uh, back in 2021 um, about how Black men's mental health matters. And three key points um, that um, they, so the person that um, wrote the article, it was, um, hold on, I got to find it. You're not, you're who wrote the article. This is the person that they were interviewed for it. So for psychologists who work with, study, and support Black men, um, the incident of um, George Floyd um, and the resulting protests were an added call to find better, more effective ways of promoting Black men's mental health, said Howard C. Stevenson, PhD, director of the Empowerment Collaborative at the University of Pennsylvania, and a national expert in helping people of color address and heal from racism. The reason why, as a Black, like, as a Black man, as a Black person, racism is a trauma in and of itself. That's what we have to realize. Um it's like we should place less emphasis on whether black men are resistant to therapy, said Stevenson, and more understand and, and more on understanding the context in which they already feel comfortable talking about their feelings and traumas. If a black man is able to find a treatment that is culturally responsive, that he understands and that embraces the uniqueness of his differences, he's more likely to use that service. So the article goes on um, to raise three key points. One, that Black men have less access to and poor quality of mental health care than white men, despite significant need. Um, Key point two, for contextual reasons, including poverty and racism, Black men are more likely to endorse traditional masculinity norms such as toughness than white men. Um, That's also an issue um, within the the Latinx communities as well. It's actually called machismo, where, you know, that like you know we're tough we don't show our emotions we don't cry we don't do those things so um that term what was that term again in the latin latinx community machismo machismo yes okay that is the terminology they use that's the that's the terminology that they use within like the latin like within the latinx community is called machismo that that masculine you know you're a man's man you don't do this that and the third so okay so okay um, so interventions that are culturally competent and understand address diversity of non black men and use trauma informed principles hold the most promise. And with within those three key points, it's really hard because many many people of color, including you and I, we want a therapist that looks like us. Right, one hundred percent. So because and and I haven't done like I haven't looked at the science behind it, but you're more comfortable talking to someone who looks like you. Now I have had therapists that don't look like me, but have been Same. very culturally. 
that but have been very culturally competent and like i've said on previous episodes if you're gonna if you're in an area in which there's not a lot of people that look like you so there's not going to be a lot of mental health professionals that look like you make sure that you have a conversation about cultural competence and how culturally competent they are my therapist was totally culturally competent yeah and i miss her i miss lynn she's awesome so um but yeah so that leads me to um raquel martin phd shout out to her and her point I love about her. um dr raquel martin i, I want to become best friends with her i want her i want <laughs> to study under her but that means it wouldn't be a bad thing for you because i'd have to move to nashville and you just want me to be in nashville anyway so well I'm i mean gonna... is that something you're manifesting or is that just something that like you just mentioned i would just like to happen so I am going to play this clip for you guys uh, about workout, about workout Martin. So yeah. Could you find one? I could not find one for my life. Dr. Martin here. One of the reasons that there are significantly less black men therapists in the world is because of adultification and toxic masculinity. Now let me now stay with me because you know I'm going to make this make sense for you. Black boys are viewed as older and are expected to express minimum signs of weakness, minimum signs of vulnerability, minimum signs of sensitivity, if any. This leads Black men and Black boys often not feeling comfortable talking about their feelings and emotional distresses or even seeking professional help when needed. As a result, they'll likely struggle with emotional vulnerability and choose to avoid or resist any attempts to examine their emotional experiences at all which is also combined with the absence of healthy emotional support channels to process and disclose their feelings. So why would they choose a career path where they are required to think about thinking, process emotions, and help people delve into the intricacies of their mind when they are taught that their feelings don't matter, they shouldn't exist at all, and their thoughts shouldn't even be present in the first place. Why would they choose to be in a position where that is their entire role? Okay? You want more Black men to be mental health professionals? Start by building genuine relationships with our Black boys. These relationships are created by spending time with them, listening to understand them, not to teach them a lesson every five seconds, acknowledging their experiences, and validating the presence of their emotions and the expressions of those emotions in the way that they choose to express them. There are also a multitude of other reasons for the lack of black mental health professionals, but I'm going to go into that to another video. I want to be Raquel Martin when I grow up. Like Is she your spirit animal. I'm so, like, I don't want to say this, but she makes me want to get my fucking PhD or PsyD. And I don't want to do school anymore. I don't. But I'm just like, like. (laughs) You're like, look, like now the wheels are turning and you're like. She makes me want to do it so bad because it's just like, that's what we need. And it's like, it's, and it starts there. And it's like, it's those little, it's those little moments that people don't realize that it's those little moments that build up to the big moments. If you have a sensitive male child, it's okay. Like, just just show them that it's okay to have their, like, just showing them that it's okay to have emotions and express them and teaching them how to healthily go through that. But a lot Mm -hmm. of times, 
it's just it's being passed on generationally it's like the generational trauma is being passed down because you weren't taught as a black boy how to how to healthily express your emotions so when you're black when you're a black little boy cries it's like what you crying for the real world oh he's just being soft he needs like the real world isn't all that yeah yeah, the real world isn't gonna baby them but the thing about it is that what what i have what i have thought about in this process is that home is always a safe place to land the world is going to be the world is going to be shit to them whether or not whether or not you teach them that or not but what they need to know is when they're home they're safe that's what they need to know and that's what they need to understand but so many people i'm not trying to interrupt you what's sad is that there are a lot of children who aren't safe at home who aren't safe at home there's and that is that's terrible that's the and that's another fear and it's just like well the world isn't going to be kind to them the world is going to be nice like the world isn't going to be nice to them the world isn't going to baby them we're not asking you to baby him we're just making sure that when they come like that when they come through those doors when they come through a threshold where they're with family where they're with their parents where they're with loved ones that they are loved on not babied but loved on but so when they go out to, to the world, that, they know that so they are sorry. shielded in love. Go back because you what? Go you have to go back and repeat everything you just said because you just froze. Where did you stop hearing me? I'm sorry. Um we were talking about I the last thing I said was they're not safe at home. And then okay. and I said that's really sad. And then you went into your yeah and it's just and everybody goes well the world isn't going to be nice to him the world isn't going to baby him the world isn't going to do this that and the third and but they need to know that when they walk through those doors of home whether it's like you know their home a loved one's home whatever the case may be when they're around people that are that are loved ones that they are safe that they can express themselves that all the cares that were out in the world don't matter because i am surrounded by love here and i can take all of that stuff off but we, our black boys don't get that because it's this generational trauma of I wasn't taught how to, how to properly express my emotions. So I can't teach my son how to ex- properly express his emotions because that's not the way I was taught. And so I asked the question, it's like, what do you, if, if you could do it all over again, or like, if you know, you're like, what would you take away from how your parents raised you? What would you, what would you, um, keep like so you know and it's just it's a lot of times a lot of people when I was doing parent coaching was I wish my parents were a little bit more emotionally available so it's like it's it's very common and people are and people are expressing it and it's just it's interesting I could go on an entire tangent but Mm -hmm. I will say the famous quote it's like it is easier to build strong children than it is to repair broken men and the fact of the matter is, is what that means is it is easier to raise emotionally intelligent boys than to, than to repair emotionally broken boys walking around in adult bodies. Because you have a lot of people, you have a lot of people out here who are making adult decisions based on their childhood traumas. And isn't that a sense of arrested development? too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are a yeah. lot of people who 
are stuck in their trauma. So if a traumatic event happened to you at 14, it doesn't matter that you're 43. You're still operating like a 14-year-old traumatized child. But the, I know you someone know, who was stuck in some trauma that didn't happen during their childhood, but... Yeah, and it's just, it's... And people don't... I really think if people understood how the brain works from the bottom up and how when you are constantly in that mode of stress, like like when you are constantly just on, just like you're constantly the in fight survival. or flight, like fight or flight. When you're, when you're constantly in fight, flight, free, flight, fright, flight, fight, freeze, or fawn. Those are the four. Mm-hmm. So when you're constantly in that, it's like telling a person who's upset to calm down. They can't calm down. Because they're trying mm-hmm. to survive right now. They mm-hmm. can't get to the upper parts of their brain to to calm down and to and to think rationally and things like that. And that's what we have to do is that like you can't be upset with someone's actions when they're in survival mode. Yeah. You have to teach them. And it's that and it's that age old, well, they know better. Do they? Have you taught them better? Mm-hmm. You're the parent. Your job is to raise them. It's like, well, they know better. If you I don't can know if go, they do. Yeah, I don't like, know if they do because I don't yeah. think we've taught them. So, but I say all this to say that I think I'm gonna start putting it on my application for dating. It's like, are you in therapy? Are you? Do you understand therapy? How will benefit? How do you, you feel about therapy? Are you? Do you have a problem with therapy? Exactly. Because I feel that anyone that knocks you for being in therapy is not some anyone that has a problem with therapy. I don't think even if it's not there, they can be like, oh, it's not for me, but I don't mind if anyone else goes. Yeah. So no, this but, like someone got like super defensive about me being in therapy. And it's like, why? Because you thought I was gonna talk about you? I probably am. Cause nine times out of ten, the reason why I'm in therapy is to deal with people who refuse to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. That is why I'm in therapy. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not socially acceptable to knock a motherfucker out on site when they got you fucked up. I can't just go around hitting people all day. I can't, I can't just go that. around. That's why that. the fuck I'm in therapy. <laughs> Seriously. Good. You started? Yeah, I I started. I started the day the same day I got that seven bubble text message. Isn't oh, it that ironic? Was nice. That was a good. Don't that was a think? good opener. <laughs> like so why are we here this bullshit that yeah is i was like i'm trying to process it um and at that point i had deleted the messages but then mm-hmm. i had to retrieve them i figured out a way to retrieve deleted messages on my iphone i'm very proud of you and okay t- okay Taru. okay taru <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny um but the, I, I retrieved them because I was like, no, I need people to see this because this is real life. Like, this is somebody's real thoughts. And I know this has nothing to do with me, but I needed you and Lisa to see them, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But in due time, that whole thread will be put on our Instagram page. Not I now. Think, I think all the listeners are like, ooh, I can't wait. Yeah, can and, and listeners, if you've made it this far in this in this episode, 
Uh, let us know if you're interested in reading this seven bubble text thread I got from someone who claims that they ended slavery. I can't. And they're in their 40s. I can't. Understand. Like they're claiming to be Abraham Lincoln. And like, I, I don't know. I'm confused. Um, uh, so, yeah. So. Please. Black men, go to therapy. <laughs> try, try to find. Everybody needs therapy. Yes. And don't. I feel like. I and feel don't like therapy knock needs people to be like, that are in therapy. Don't yes. don't ridicule people because they decided that they want to get to the root of why they are the way that they are, and they're trying to they're trying to do something about it. It's not necessarily to be fixed; it's to deal with everything that's going on. Because sometimes you don't have an explanation as to why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. You do, and you yeah. need to get to the reason why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Yep. Oh Jesus, I need to schedule an appointment with my therapist. <laughs> you like, I need to schedule an appointment. I mine is scheduled. I mine well, I'm once I'm meeting her once a week. We doing I'm a once a weeker. Mm-hmm. I got I some things to. I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to work on some things. Shit. I need to call her office and be like, hey, I need to pay my balance so I can make an appointment because we are not going into twenty twenty three with this shit anymore. We can't do it. Mm. But you know, I am going into 2023 as a platinum member and also already. Did you hit diamond? Because I didn't hit diamond. Did you hit diamond? I was so close and I was like, I can't do it. I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to spend this $197 <laughs> to become platinum. That means to become diamond because I don't utilize the services in which diamond would benefit me. I don't go to y'all salon. See, that justifies it. No, we ain't never going to go to an altar salon. They ain't going to be doing Mama went once and she was like, "Mm -mm, never again. So. Why did did you let her do that? She ain't got nothing but M&M's with the hair on her head. So it was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Uh But no, like I was like, "Mm -mm, I couldn't do it. And I was just like, I could not. Let me see. Because what is, what's the. It's the, the it's the skincare sale now. They had then they do like their their the monthly sale where they have the monthly thing. Didn't they do that in December? I think they did that. Yeah, yeah. So now it's it? the skincare, specifically skincare products now that are fifty percent off. On. Like there's certain brands that are fifty percent off like every day. So yeah, so diamond, you get a diamond gift. A twenty-five, um, a twenty-five dollar services reward, and free shipping twenty-five and more. When as platinum, I get one point two five point, like one point two five points, bonus points and savings, redeemed for discounts, points never expire, two times points a month, free gift, and ten dollar coupon on my birthday, and exclusive deals, gifts, and early access. And that's just on platinum. And I only got to spend five hundred dollars a year. I, no. I don't, I mean, I was close too, but yeah, we don't use the beauty services. Like, no. I'm going up to Mei Ling up the street to get my eyebrows done. I'm not going to the eyebrow bar in there where I got to spend $22 to get my eyebrows waxed. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Why? Going... I actually, since the pandemic, have not had my eyebrows done. I haven't I had I... my eyebrows done in a minute. So yeah, I have yet so, have, to use the eyebrow wax, the Anastasia eyebrow wax that I got when I was home. Um, I think because you left it here. Oh, is that why? Okay, I thought I was like, I was just thinking I hadn't used it because I can't find it. Okay, well I know it's in a safe place. 
If you no, try it's right, out, let I'm, me know. I'm looking right at it. Is it by my keys that I left at home? You know I always leave something. You left everything. I'm the same way here with Cameron, with my with Cameron and my roommate. Like I, when I leave the house, he knows that I'm gonna come back in because I probably forgot something. So you don't forgot your keys. You don't forget. Ninety nine percent of the time, I will have to come right back in the house when I leave. <laughs> That's that adult onset ADHD I have going on. Well, that I need to talk to my primary care doctor about because I definitely feel like I have adult onset ADHD for sure. So, have you been to Ulta this week? Because uh, we're only one week into the year. <laughs> yes, I did go. Um, I went and I got um, a protein, like a carrots and protein treatment, deep conditioner. Mm-hmm. And then um, I I was on the phone with you, actually, when I was at Ulta that day, because I told you about the vitamins. Oh, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. You were I got some day. Ollie uh, uh, Undeniable, Undeniable Beauty gummies, because they were eleven uh-huh. fifty. Um, mm. and I went and looked at some lip glosses, Maybelline, the vinyl ink lip glosses, and mm. they have, the, they have this really pretty, like, chocolate brown, and I got that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was gonna get these eye patches, but the sign said $750-$25. I only saw the $750. Only saw what I wanted to see, and I got up to the counter, and it said like seventeen something, and I was like, "Oh, I thought they were seven fifty. I was like, "I don't want those," because there's another brand that I get that they're like, they're caffeinated. Good Molecules has like a caffeinated um like eye patch that I like to use, and they also have like a Yerba Mate like eye cream that I like to use too, and they're very very reasonably priced, but I think they're also like. What's the exclusive brand? That's what they're called at Ulta, right? The exclusive brand. Mm-hmm. I think they're an exclusive brand, so you can't get like certain discounts on it. Yeah, which I think it should go by price point, but that's just me. I don't know. I think, like, I get it, but at the same time, it's like the coupon is what brings people in. I think you should be and able to use like, it on anything you fucking want. Exactly, especially if I spend as much money as I do in that goddamn store a year. Mm-hmm. They have those coupons where, like, you can spend it on whatever. You yeah, can spend that, points that's on saying, whatever. Yes, even on fragrance. Because they're so, like, with fragrance, like, it's, like, certain brands, hair care products, and fragrance, they're like, no, you can't use this coupon. Mm-hmm. But usually it's, like, the 3 off 15, and it's just, like, if I want 3 off 15, I might as well just go to fucking CVS and get my drugstore brands. Yeah, and you get if a 40% off, honest. like, one item coupon, like, once a week at CVS. So, like, right now, shoot, like, next is going to be, like, what makeup did you buy at CVS? Because CVS, right now, got, I got 8 off 40 purchased. Then I got my $10 Care Pass reward. Right. Then I got $2 off CoverGirl, $2 off L'Oreal. When was the last time you bought a CoverGirl product? Actually, it was within the past, like, year. Really? I bought their exhibitionist mascara. That shit was fire. I um, remember that one. I haven't one bought CoverGirl the... since high school. And they had like their skin milk. I bought some of their skin milk mm-hmm. tinted moisturizer stuff that was good. 
So I do like that Maybelline four, Fit Me Tinted Moisturizer that you gave me of yours. Yeah, four off twenty off Maybelline. Oh, that's a okay. Forty percent off Neutrogena makeup. Three dollars off off Garnier micellar water. Like, and that's gonna go yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five dollars off twenty five dollars of skincare, makeup, nail, and hair care. There you go. It's like. So all of those coupons probably add up to $25 and get another. It's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. So are we going to add, did you go to CVS and Ulta this week? (laughs) We don't have to add CVS, although we probably will because I've been going to CVS and getting stuff that I don't really need, but it's like it had a coupon for it. So I couldn't waste the coupon. You know what I, well, the one thing I am excited about being home is that we get to do like our trips together. We get to record Mm -hmm. together and there's Costco. Yes. We can do Costco trips together. I love like fucking Costco. Those goddamn Costco. chickens. Like you have, have a whole we can have a whole show just dedicated to that damn rotisserie the chicken rotisserie and how chicken? much you love it. Oh yeah, it'll be the, the Costco it'll be called the Costco <laughs> rotisserie chicken is always guaranteed a good time. <laughs> a good a good tasty time. It is. You can re you can reinvent your leftovers with a rotisserie chicken. Yes. Yes, we can. And what was Mama like? Y'all, y'all got y'all warming up some greens. Y'all got y'all let us. Mm, you don't want no leftovers. Look, yeah, our mom doesn't eat leftovers, but she ate some leftovers that day. She and they sure were fire. did. We re we reinvented the Christmas meal with that rotisserie chicken. Yes, we so did. good. It was delicious. So so good. It was delicious. Well, is there yeah. anything else? Um, oh goals we oh my gosh yeah we do we have goals i have goals for this year and i know you do too my professional goal is to begin the work that has to be done to get my licensure it's i just i have to start it and i got to get it over i'll probably end up going to mobap because mobap has been the most helpful in this process so I wish that WashU had a counseling program because it'd be easier to just be like, okay, I work here, I go here. They don't have a counseling uh, program at WashU. They don't have any type of like counseling program. Like I'd have to get, I'd have to be a, a social worker, and it's like I'm not doing a whole other degree. So, um, but MoBAP um, has been very helpful. So and and telling me what I need to do and the steps that I need to take. So um, now that kind of every all the offices are kind of reopened for the the new year and everything i am going to um start that um hopefully it will be very simple fingers crossed um like that's my professional goal um my personal goal is to just get my mind and body um prepared for the upcoming changes and yeah okay well that's awesome well, um, for me, my professional goal, I'm not going to say find a job because, you know, I mean, I have a job, but you're going to find it. You're going yes. to find a job. Um, but for a professional, um, it's not only to continue to build the podcast with you um, to grow not only our relationship as sisters, but also like grow our audience and like maybe take this another step further with the collabs and you know, maybe step into a different area with, um, 
the type of people that we collab with and maybe branch out and do like some sort of like merch or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then speaking of merch, uh, building my, continue to build on my apparel brand, um, MME collection brand. Uh, Definitely want to continue growing that, um, repurposing that and making sure that I keep the momentum or build the momentum and keep that going. Uh, those are my professional goals. Um, mm-hmm. Personal is to spend more time with family, um, continue my self-care journey, you know, with the therapy, being consistent with that, um, and also getting back in the gym, doing some form of workout, whether it be in the gym or finding a hot yoga studio when I move home. I don't think they have one here in Panama City currently, but I think mm-hmm. um I have more options. Um and uh keep up with the vagina strike. <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer is no. Is no. 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 You won't no. No. What's your no. I mean, well if you're not if you're not like putting yourself out there, it's very easy. It's like then you have me, but and then I don't, in. and then I don't want to be bothered like in public either. Like, just I don't. No, I just gotta walk around with a stank face. Like, <laughs> like I just, I just don't. I don't want to talk to nobody. I do not want to talk to you. Mm-mm. No, find somebody else to do it. <laughs> nope, find somebody else to do it. No, no, absolutely not. On that note, do we have any uh, deep thoughts to wrap up our first episode of the year 2023 that's not like the Jetsons? Some people are like Slinkies. They don't really have a purpose, but they still bring a smile to your face when you push them down the stairs. I just picture a slinky going down the stairs and then I picture the slinky turning into a person that you don't like. <laughs> you definitely don't serve a purpose. Let me just go ahead and push you down the stairs. Let me go ahead and push you down the stairs. I don't, need you. I don't need you anymore. Nobody likes you. Get out of here. I'm going to push you down the stairs. <laughs> oh, gosh. But that people like funny. slinkies. Yes. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, um... On that note, (laughs) that concludes uh, our episode, our first episode of 2023. Um, Tiffany, where can they find you on the World Wide Web or simply your Instagram? Instagram at TDub686. All right. And my Instagram is Keeks, that's K-E-A-K-S underscore stl and then you can also find us on our instagram uh these walls can talk 314 and if you feel like sending an email we have one of those um it is these walls can talk podcast at gmail.com um we'd love to get an email from somebody that would be great from someone besides the people that the random people that we're getting emails from. Like we're not we're we're getting like emails from like things that I've looked up 
about podcasts. Yes. That's what we're getting emails about. So um, if anybody has any inquiries or questions, um, I mean, any form of contact, whether it be Instagram or email, is fine. But yeah, just don't hesitate if you have any questions or any suggestions, anything that you would like us to talk about or bring to the surface. Um, give members of our audience an opportunity to get producer credit. Um, that would be something that we're interested in doing as well. Um, so yeah, I guess that's it guys. Uh, so hopefully you enjoy listening and, uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Don't forget to stay hydrated and wear sunscreen. Bye guys. Bye. (laughs) All right. That's it. You know, I, Um, I know that I'm going to talk about for my mental health moment um, um, how important it is for men um, for men to have mental health and then I'm going to play Raquel's thing because I'm obsessed oh, with her. Oh, what she did, what she posted, I actually posted that on our page. Mm-hmm. Her recent like reel she did about um, I I love her actually. I, I, I post a yeah. lot of her stuff on our page and she actually liked something that I reposted on our podcast page. Yeah, because she's freaking amazing and I love her um, and I want Are you her. talking about men? Like men yeah, in like, general or black like men? men? Like are black we doing men? men in, like particularly black men because, you know, we're black women. So um, and I just think it's important to talk about that. So mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I can talk about how I started therapy. Listen, you can So, I need to start. I need to go back. That's my favorite. So, sometimes when they go low, you gotta kick them in the face. You weren't supposed to be down there, and you should have been down in the first place. I love, I love that. I was like, oh my god. I wanted a black male therapist, but not find one. I love that. Okay. <laughs> you want to kick him in the face. Like, some, yeah, sometimes I was like, they go Yes, low. exactly. I kick him in the face. Don't go higher. Just kick. That's how you go higher. You kick him in the face because they weren't supposed to be down there anyway. You shouldn't have been down there in the first place. Cause, I mean, yeah. like, what? You know me, sir. You knew me. You knew that. <laughs> you, knew that I'm, you know that I'm petty. So, um, Dr. Raquel. What's her last name again? Martin, PhD. <laughs> She's like, show like Did all you of her see the one with all her degrees? Girl, yeah. Yes, I, and was I was like, like yes. yes, the man. I said, I said flex, flex on the sis. I said flex, flex on the sis. All day. Yes. <laughs> all the degrees. I was like, that kind of motivated me. I was like, I kind of do want to go to law school now. Shit. Like, my thing about it is that people are just like people think that it's like oh well it doesn't take much okay you do it then since it don't take much you do it and she's a phd which means she got and she didn't do it straight through like Does she, she got have her several though she has several on, degrees. Let me find it. and it's like you know and in order to keep I up that licensure to get her on the show would that be can we put I mean, that in the like, universe i just want to go down to see her i just want to go down to nashville can we just sit in a class 
Dr. Raquel Barton. So BA in psychology and MS in psychology and MS in medical and clinical psychology. What else? PhD in medical and clinical psychology and 2,000 hour APA internship, 2,000 hour postdoctoral fellowship. But do y'all understand that 2,000 hours is a full-time job? Yeah. 2,000 hours. They don't know. People don't understand that. It's like 2,000 hours of a fellowship. That's 40 out. That's, that's about 40 hours a week for a year unpaid. So she Mm -hmm. was doing that on top of whatever work she was doing to survive. Cause a lot of times you don't get paid for fellowships and internships and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So, but they don't get it and they don't care to get it. And they just like, and then you got those, those black people that think like, well, you're getting taught. Like there's no specialty for black psychology. True. And they're just like, well, we're getting, cause we're getting taught, you know, by Western teachers and Western philosophies and it's not really for black people. And it's just like, you adapt, you adapt your style and your therapeutic techniques to the people that you are working with. It's like, you would hope that your, that your person of color wouldn't be a person that would be like, well, you only have these issues because you're a person of color. Yeah, exactly. I've, know, I've known therapists like that, that like, um, that have been like, that have worked with the LGBTQ community and have felt like, well, the reason you're having these issues is because you're part of the LGBTQ community. No, I'm no, having these issues because I'm a human fucking being. It. Yeah. So, so yeah. 